Welcome back to Ticket Bud Tidbits, where we share tips, advice, and insights from event organizers for event organizers. In this episode, I talked to comedian Joe Hill. Joe is a writer, producer, and stand up comedian with over a decade of experience organizing live entertainment events. Based in New York City, Joe is the founder of The Come Up, where he produces live performance events for comedians and musicians. Joe created The Come Up to help nurture up and coming artists and share his passion for live performance. Joe develops, produces and creates with artists and wants to support them in getting the tools they need to compete in their industry. In the episode, Joe talks about how he got into comedy and producing his own events, what he's learned about coordinating live performances and the secret formula for creating a great show. Joe also shares the difficulties of balancing being an artist with being your own promoter and sometimes event organiser. He shares his experience building a brand behind the come up and the value of being consistent with content and promotion to build a following over time. We also discuss the importance of artists owning the data and audience information from their events. This was something comedian Andrew Schultz was talking about recently on the Joe Rogan show, how some ticketing companies either don't give you access to this information or they charge you extra for it. Data is so important for you to be able to build your following over time as an artist. You need to know who your audience is to be able to connect with them. A lot of performers are also getting charged crazy fees with some of these companies. If you're a big name artist and your ticketing is tied with a venue, fine. But for other artists who are free to ticket with whoever they want, it's really worth shopping around. The difference is with some of these big players, they're charging 25 to 40% for online ticketing fees compared to Ticketbud, for example, that's 2%. In addition to saving money on ticketing, Joe also shares tips on how to maximize revenue by getting creative with your venue selection. He's also a big fan of Ticketbud's early payouts as an artist who has a lot of upfront expenses when organizing shows. Joe is writing, producing, performing and running events and he also has a career as a high school dean. So he definitely has some great advice on maximising your time and what it takes to do it all. I really enjoyed this episode and I hope you do too. So comedian and creator of The Come Up, Joe Hill, joins us today from The Big Apple. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Joe. Hey. <laughs> it's I don't know why I wave my hands. <laughs> <laughs> you ask, you? <laughs> oh, we could always add that to Facebook. <laughs> yes, so, yes. so can you tell us a bit about your background and how you got into organising uh, comedy and live performance events? Um, I got into comedy, well, to start like this, I've always been naturally a funny person, uh, always liked entertain and, you know, been the jokester. I was definitely a class clown to a degree. I knew my limit though, but always found a niche for, you know, being the MC or some sort of entertainment wherever I was at an event. And it's funny you ask, this is a, this is a great story, a quick one, but I was on a date in 2010 and I was at a comedy show and I was just sitting there and I said to myself, I could host a comedy show. It looks pretty easy, right? And then you fast forward to now and I'm doing stand-up, I'm writing and bringing people together to laugh. So yeah, started with uh, a passion to want to bring people together. So what is the come up that uh, you're involved in? Uh, artist development, booking, event production, music, comedy. Can you explain a little bit about it? So the come up symbolizes art, music and entertainment. But the, the bigger umbrella is the come up 365, meaning all year round, you're always coming up. You're never, you're never done finding yourself as an artist and breaking through, so you're always coming up. Then I kind of wanted to separate it because I was doing music and comedy, so that's we we kind of birthed the comedy come up to give it its own kind of own identity with comedy. And why did you decide to create the come up? What was the idea behind it? 
Uh, the Come Up is a New York-based platform uh, that we started to move around the nation in different states. It's a platform for artists, whether you're a comedian, a musician, uh, a singer, a songwriter, any type of artist. Um, we feel like it's a platform or a room for you to be seen or heard. So um, I developed this back in 2012. So just kind of my own idea of bringing out uh, different artists that you may not have seen or heard before. What experience are you creating with your events? How is it different to other shows? Of course, we all we all seen successful shows and going to productions, but I think mine is organic. Uh, it's very community-like, especially in Harlem. A lot of the artists are from the community, and we get artists outside of the state to come in. So it's just like a almost like a familyhood, I would say, of different artists, and it leads to other opportunities to where you're growing with artists and we're working with each other and networking and you know uh, producing stuff together. So it's more like giving the tools to the artists to start off on the platform and then go their own direction and take that, you know, knowledge that they've learned to produce an event. So it's like a nurturing environment, but everyone sort of collaborates yes. together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like that. So your shows feature different kinds of live performances. You mentioned music and comedy. Are they separate mm-hmm. events? Do you mix them in together? How does that work? It's always good to have a music artist open up a comedy show or, and or close the show, just giving you that whole entire laughter music experience and vice versa, when you're having a music event, it's okay to spice it up with a comedian host or a, a, a portion of the show because, you know, you want to give them the complete uh, experience to make sure that, you know, like, wow, we had a good time. We heard some music. We, had, we, we laughed. So it's all about the, the bigger picture of the quality of the production, I would say. So we have a, I produce a weekly show called Wednesday Vibes in Harlem. It's located on 138th and 7th Ave. And I've been... It's a pretty much all comedy. We do have a live DJ because, you, you know, comedy show is always good when you have a DJ in transitions. Then on Sundays, we have a show called Soundstage Sundays, and it's only live music, and it's singers, songwriters, acoustic artists, poets. So when you're organizing programming for these events, how do you decide what the best combination is, or do you consider the types of comedians you put on together, or...? Well, with comedy, it's interesting because I'm always in the circuit performing or producing. So I kind of like to see the comedian perform first live, whether it's at my venue or another one, and kind of get a feel on their style. And then I'll say, okay, I can fit them in on this show or have an idea. But it's it's definitely a balance always because, you know, you don't, you want to put the best show together, but sometimes you never know. You know, so that comedian may not have the best night. So it's always, you know, finding the right balance always with comedy. That's always going to be the thing with a live show. Anything can happen. So mm-hmm. people are going to have good Anything nights. Can happen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Music too. Music too. You yeah. know, um, it, but, but you know, I think that's the fun of it, you know, always finding that balance. So when it does go well, you're like, ah, I got this formula here. I got the yeah, secret yeah. formula. <laughs> ah, secret. So what is the yeah. secret formula from putting on a good show? What, do you, what are the elements you think? I think knowing your artists, what they're capable of doing. I think yeah. their level, whether it's comedy, music, and balancing out the lineup, almost like a roller coaster. You know, you want to start off with a bang and then take them up and on this ride. It's kind of like taking them on a journey throughout the night, whether it's music or comedy. And how have you gone about sort of building um, brand recognition around the come up? A lot of it is being consistent, whether it's posting your events, um, network, email lists, you know, just sitting and spending time on getting your event out to your network of people, you know, and constantly putting it in the right places to be seen, whether it's online, whether it's ads or, because a lot of this stuff is self-willed, you know, we, I don't, you know, we don't have a, a, a huge team, but we do have a small team of people that 
knows how to get things out consistency. So I think getting the word out consistency over time, regardless of who's seeing it or not, because you sometimes as a producer and artist, you get caught up, well, I don't get enough likes on it. I think over time, anything you're consistent with, the numbers will grow and people will continue to come. Booking bigger headliner acts to kind of entice people, you know, having celebrity guests drop through. I think giving them more than something that they already have, I think, yeah, just buys into it. So I would imagine a lot of artists are very focused on their craft and what they're doing, whether a mm-hmm. comedian or musician. Um, but obviously, you know, especially when you're trying to build a reputation, you've got to be, you know, promoting yourself and organizing mm-hmm. shows and getting booked on shows and things like that. Can you talk about some of the challenges of that and what you've learned along the way? Most artists and comedians, you know, they're trying to make it. So they may not have the resources that I may have because I'm working out of, I would say the triple that I'm trying to perform as Joe Hill. I'm producing as Joe Hill and I'm promoting and producing for the come up. So for me, it's, it's an intricate balance because, you know, don't get me wrong. I would love to get booked by on a show as a stand-up comedian, but I mean, I have the know and the how to produce my own event. So yeah. After people seeing that he's producing his own event, I think it helps with the stand-up part and, the, the, you know, it just helps everything because I'm, I'm already doing it and doing it at a high level. So for now, just trying to find an even balance for all three, you know? Okay. And what about newcomers who are just sort of getting started? How do they go about, you know, getting booked on shows? I think for me, I've, uh, the coolest way to do it is by submitting an artist submission. So usually if you're a comedian, you come to a show and you're like, oh my God, I want to get on this show, um, which is fine. I love the excitement, but I love the process of it submitting so that we have that on you, being that, giving that to every artist and not just like, oh yeah, you can just jump on next week. I want them to follow through the process. And I think that's like with anything you do in life, you know, if you want to be a part of something, there's steps that you have to follow to submit, whether it's a comedy festival, a show, a bookings. I think presenting that in the business, teaching them without really saying it, you know, it's, it's putting them to learn how to reach out to someone. So then once I get, you know, this submission, then I'll say, okay, okay, I see where I can fit them at and I'll throw them on the show like that. One of the uh, big advantages of pre-purchase tickets for shows is all the attendee contact information that comes with it. So those email contacts are really valuable uh, because you can invite people to future events. You can ask them to join your social media channels um, and keep them up to date with what's going on. So um, I've heard other uh, artists voice frustrations around some ticketing companies that keep the the email lists and promote other events and shows or, or charge you extra for it, extra fees to get access to it. So I was just curious your perspective on how important it is uh, to have access to that data. I think it's good too, because I think it, it, and and like, and I think any data is good for you to see your target network. And like you said, use those emails to, for future events. Um, And I just think that data information is so important for you to grow. Uh, It's it's, it's research of your own data, you know? So it's almost like this person lives here and you'd be surprised because when, you know, you do certain events, you see which boroughs or which cities you want to go to because you may have people in town and it's good to have that information. So I agree. I think having that information definitely helps you. It's almost like your own cheat code. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like you can kind of... Especially if you're going to like, you know, Atlanta or somewhere like that Mm -hmm. and you've been there before, you can reach out to these people and say, hey, we're coming back again. Come to the show, you know. Um, I agree. So important to to have that. Mm -hmm. So what are the benefits of working with a company like Ticketbud? I'm going to just get right to it. So, you know, the typical artists, we here in New York, the main thing has always been Eventbrite. You know, yeah. uh, Eventbrite, because that's what you know. It's, you're familiar with it, so you're going to use what everybody else is using. Be a brand, yep. 
And I started, you know, what always would happen to me is a lot of comedy shows, bigger productions are done on Fridays and Saturdays. Mm -hmm. And I started paying attention to, okay, if the banks are closed on Sunday and they're not processing this money until next week, Wednesday, Thursday, then I have to have my budget in advance. Things like that, I have to find a factor in, you know, from a financial aspect, that money is not accessed to me until next week. So I don't know. I was just sitting there and I was do- using it and I was dealing with it. And then I just said, there's got to be another service or platform where you get you can access this money quicker. Yeah. Started researching and that's how I found TicketBud. And I noticed what I liked about TicketBud in particular was as the ticket money comes in, it's processed in one or two days and that's actually in your account in three to four days. So no more of having to wait to the fifth day to, to get the money. I can get the money two days after someone buys a ticket and use that towards my budget. So I think cutting out that time of gray area as an artist, because a lot of this stuff produced comes out of our pockets a lot of times. Yeah. Or, you so need I that money to that, run the events. <laughs> need that money sometimes. And let me tell you something, with that Atlanta event, you know, with TicketBud, because, you know, I'm, I also produce with a group of uh, other comedians and we travel to these states. And I had told him about it. And at first, he was like, oh, I don't know, man, use Eventbrite. And I'm like, nah, trust me. You know, you want to be able to access that money. So I used it. And leading up to the event, we already had 40 tickets, pre-sale tickets for 20 bucks online. So you do the math right there. We had our budget for our comedians. We That kind of cut into some of the liquor money because we were kind of producing our own event. So for them, they were just like, yo, we need to use this from now on, everybody. You know? So it was just like, it was that moment where I was like, yes. And I still use it to this day. So... Wonderful. Well, we love, love having you working with us. Yes. So something else I saw on your uh, YouTube channel is that you sometimes do uh, video interviews with the performers and artists yes. that are going to be at events. So I was curious about why you've extended that, you know, experience beyond the show. Come Up 365 web series on YouTube. Is, it, it was, you know, I was sitting there and I was coming along with the brand and I was saying, all right, we got our live shows. We're getting there. We're getting some traction. I, I feel like I wanted to give us a different identity, being that everybody's so consumed in streaming and everybody's attention is into their phones. So I said, I want to create a web series that kind of gives you the bird's eye view of what happens on the road when we're producing an event. You know, sometimes things don't go right. And giving you that behind the scenes of what it takes to put together an event, you know, on the road, the travel aspect, amazing music and comedian artists, me sitting down with them and putting into that interview form, it just makes it more organic. And a lot of the artists that I've been working with um, either performed in New York City with me um, and I was able to go see them in their city. So it kind of creates this story mode almost too of how I met them. You see them in New York City, then you see Joe in their hometown. So it kind of gives you that reality show type feel. But more importantly, I felt like that was the identity we needed for people that may not be in the city or be at the shows. Now you can kind of see, oh, wow, this is what this guy looks like. This is what the shows look like. So you are based in New York City and you have regular shows there, but you also travel to different cities. How do you go about coordinating across different locations and, and, you know, what are the challenges of that? Well, first, the biggest challenge is I have a nine to five job. Um, (laughs) So a lot of people are going to be like, he does. How does he do all that? So I am a school dean of a high school currently and New York City public schools. And I've been doing this for about, it's my 17th year this September. And one of the cool advantages of working with my school title is uh, when the kids are off of vacations, I'm off too. I'm paid to be off because it's a part of my salary. Summers I have off as well too. So I find the wiggle room in those big vacations 
yeah. or summer breaks to hit the road or three day weekends, you know, to do that and produce it. Uh, so yeah, I, you know, I, I, I kind of balance those times to hit the road, but I, I think it's important to get out, out of New York and meet people and connect because you never know what comes after that. So yeah. 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 Expand the network. Um, so mm-hmm. what do you look for when you're choosing different uh, venues? Like, is there certain things you're like, that'll be create the right atmosphere or? I think as an artist, you, you mean, well, as a producer, one, I think you want to maximize on profit when you're hitting the road. I would say that's the first thing. You always want to be mindful of that because you do have expenses and a lot of it is your own budget. You got to pay for your flight. You got to, you got to budget. How's the DJ going to get here? So I think the right venue to make you profit the most is always, I think the first step and whether that's an art gallery, because an art gallery, you can kind of create it into your own experience. So you can, you can, you know, cater your own drinks, your own food to profit off of. You can keep all of the door and at a small price, you rent the fee, you know, you rent the gallery out. So I think for music or art gallery space or some type of open space for me to kind of curate myself. Yeah. Um, and for comedy, I think it's always, it's always good to take it to a comedy club, but yeah. from a profitable standpoint, you, you won't, you know, you'll win more from a profitable standpoint doing it at a gallery space. So like when we went to Atlanta the first time, we used the art gallery space for our comedy show and it was great. I think it's good to mix it up as well, though, and, and have oh, different yeah. experiences. And you can, and you've got you know control over what that's going to be. So mm-hmm. that's definitely mm-hmm. a, a good tip. What are the production or logistical elements of things you've got to bring or set up? You definitely have to factor in sound uh, and video. Usually, you want to have visuals or something, you know, before a show or during a show. So you definitely have to inquire about the sound quality equipment, whether wherever you're renting the space or the venue itself making sure the microphones and folks sound good is always the first thing you want to focus on because you need that. I think also uh, video also, if you, like I said, if you're showing anything and if you're recording it, it's good to capture this stuff on high quality cameras so that you can use them for promotion later yeah. or, you know, use as validation. If you're using it to promote a, to probably get a tour, like, Hey, I was already did this in this city. This is what it looks like. So I think that definitely is needed when you're hitting the road. I, I was talking to someone the other day about uh, comedy shows and uh, and they were saying, well, they don't have to set up, you know, too much. For, and I'm like, I think you'd be surprised, you know. Be surprised. <laughs> and as, even with uh, speaking events, like I've done, you know, mm-hmm. conference events, you know, you, you think you just need a microphone, but like you've got to do sound check. Right. The equipment's working properly. You've got to set up cameras. You've got to, it's like, a lot. Is the lighting mm-hmm. working? You can't just assume exactly. that it's going to be going. Yes. Yeah, so it's a lot, lot, lot more. It goes behind the scenes that sometimes the audience mm-hmm. is not aware of. So can you tell us a bit about the upcoming event that you've got in Atlanta? So it's the Atlanta Comedy Invasion 2.0. 2.0 because this is our second time back. We did one with you guys using your site last October, and it did really well. We did two shows, and we highlighted comedians Mario Torre and Janae Dollar. They are two comedians that were highlighted on Kevin Hart's Heart of the City tour. Yeah, looking forward to always hitting the road and creating new content and finding more fresh talent and matching that with some headliner comedians from Comedy Central. So I'm looking forward to going back in October. Nice. Uh, can you share some quick tips for event organizers and other uh, performance artists around organizing live events? Any advice wow. you've got? <laughs> I think the best advice is you have to be your own uh, business advisor. When I say that, you're your own business loan. You know, a lot of this stuff, unless you're getting out source from funding or sponsorship a lot of it is on your own so i think you know a lot of these producers and artists you know i think having a part-time job to help you fund these things is key when producing because you need money and 
it sucks having to wait on money to do stuff. So I think for me, being that I have the full-time job helps me fund my own productions. Yeah. That doesn't limit me. I can, I can set dates and I can drop deposits because I have that funding in place. So it's different from a person that doesn't have that structure of a background. So I think my advice is securing your own funding for your own events because that you won't be limited to what you can do. You have more control over it. Okay. Yes, definitely more control. So is there any advice you wish you'd been given at the start of your career? I like to ask people that. Of course. I think I wish I was given advice. I, I will say be prepared to work. Be prepared to stay up late hours of the night. You know, a lot of what I do is on stage live. So I'm also a parent uh, as well. So, you know, balance is key. Uh, and, I, and I think when you're not performing or producing, I think the best thing is stay ahead you know, a lot of my hanging out is in my living room on my laptop. I am staying months and months ahead of my own productions in terms of flyers, in terms of bookings, because then it takes the, the immediate stress off knowing that you have things ahead. And then once you get yourself into that rotation of always going ahead, ahead, oh, the flow is, is even better. So yeah, just be prepared to work because a lot of it is not all about the talent you have. It's how hard you're willing to work and put into it. So I think that yeah. advice is key. Yeah, the grit, keeping going for it. Stay with it. Because we like to talk about events, I was going to ask you about a great event that you've attended. I love, I love live music yeah. because live music, I mean, for me, whether it's a band or artist, you kind of forget where you're at. Similar to a comedy show because you're laughing and forgetting. Yeah, yeah. But I think in particular, I, was, I went to a live show. A friend of mine uh, who was on the show, Jesus and Mero, I'm not sure if you're familiar with these guys on Showtime, but they had a very big podcast called The Bodega Boys. And it's just them two talking about things, experiences, and, and now they have a hit show on Showtime. And I was able to go see the show live, be in the audience. And it was good to be able to see someone come up from a little podcast in their room to one of the biggest shows on Showtime and one of the biggest podcasts ever, The Bodega Boys. But yeah, to, to see that was inspiring for me because I know where he started and where they started as a show. Yeah. So I think it's, it's inspiring to know that if you just continue to keep knocking on that door, you know, somebody's going to have to let you in after a certain amount of time. I like that. Yeah. Uh, well, that, that, that's in my questions. Thank you so much for talking to Thank us today, Joey. It was great to I have, have a question for you guys. Oh, okay. question. Okay. So have you guys ever thought of doing your own platform? And maybe you don't have the answer to this, but seeing okay. Ticket Bud take this platform or create a platform around to different colleges, maybe target a lot of young artists, a lot of young producers are in college um, or even in high school and maybe producing events to kind of expose you guys a little more as a platform to produce comedy and music. So kind of like Ticket Bud produces their own events for young artists. So at the moment we don't uh, produce any events. We're just the okay. ticketing platform. But uh, we do get involved with uh, like universities and colleges, that sort of thing. Oh, uh, get involved with like the student associations and that sort of right, thing. Right, 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 right. Uh, well, yeah, you, well if, you, if you're interested, you know, let me know. Just, just, okay. just a friendly old producer. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll keep, we'll keep our friend in mind. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So I will mention again that you've got the Comedy Come Up event in October, which is the Atlanta yes. Comedy Invasion 2.0, and mm -hmm. it's Saturday, October 12th at 7 p.m. And I'll put mm -hmm. some links on the podcast site so people can get tickets because there'll be tickets yes. uh, through Ticketbud. They're on sale now. 
And you could also find me on Instagram. I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay, that's fine. This is Joe Hill. One word. This is Joe Hill. And you can find us as well at the Come Up 365. That's all music. You can see all of the live performances in the last year and a half. Well, three years and a half. And Comedy Come Up as well. You can find all the comedy stuff. So feel free to reach out to me. And thank you so much, Lisa and Ticket Bud, for working with me always. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. And um, I'll make sure I get the links off you. We can put them on the site. But thanks for joining us. Until next time, this was Ticket Bud Tidbits.